please be advised. The Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Another episode, man. Kind of Movie Critics podcast. We got the whole crew in here. I think this is the first time. Four episodes, one out of four. So we're batting 25% right now. We've got Corey Martin, Young Leezy, and JT Vision. Yeah. Young Hesse. That's how they say I'm it in bad. Spanish. Yeah. Hesse. Hesse. Yeah, man. So what, what did we officially say that we were going to do, Corey? Was- um, we were going to do our favorite movie of 2016. Uh, our What we thought was the worst movie we saw in 2016. And then an honorable mention. And so what is that honorable mention going to be? I assume it's going to be the runner-up to the best pitcher, or maybe a pitcher that you just liked for some strange reason, for whatever personal reason you liked this film. Well, because, see, I got an honorable mention, but my honorable mention is actually a movie that I thought was going to be good, and then when I watched it, I was totally pissed off. So it, it could be whatever you want. Yeah, there so you go. It'll be whatever you want it to be. Okay, so that's good. So yeah. can we all agree that 2016 was kind of a shitty year for I actually like 2016 yeah. for movies. Cool but story, bro. I like indie movies, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I think it was the worst year in the past 10 to 15 years from award season movies, blockbusters, regular release movies. It was a horrible year for movies. So you're saying everything was overhyped? No, I just think no good movies came out. Like none? I mean, I'm not going to say none, because obviously, a, but like the quality it, to me was very low this year. Hmm. I was not impressed with a lot of films. What were year. you impressed with last year? Uh, The Revenant. Revenant impressed me. Still haven't watched it. Revenant. Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah. good. I, like I haven't Hateful seen Eight. that either. Mad Max <laughs> is pretty great. Mad yeah, Max. Mad Max is popping. What else came out last year? That's tough, because it was hard for Sicario. me. Sicario. Sicario yeah. came out. Yeah. That Jesse hates. Oh, uh, yeah. It's just yeah. okay. No comment. Yeah, no. no comment. But movies that were good, I was like, wow, that's a really good movie. You should go see it. I didn't feel that this year. There were a lot of movies I was like, eh, eh, eh. it's okay. I feel like there's a lot of that for me, too. I feel like I'm not compelled to go to the theater as much as I used to be. And I don't know if that's just because I watch a lot of stuff that comes out like on Amazon Prime and Netflix now. And that's kind of what I'm paying a lot more attention to but so you're saying movies are more accessible to you yeah so it's like I'm not just waiting for the blockbusters like whatever people are promoting and stuff like that I feel like I'm trying to find something that Hollywood isn't promoting in a way but that's a whole nother mm-hmm. to me that's a whole nother lane of mm-hmm. you know if you're just asking what are your favorite movies of the year I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how you saw them mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. alright I recently over New Year's had to ramp up my movie watching and because I anticipated that this would be one of my favorite movies of the year and it was a very tough decision because there's another movie that was a coming of age story but I really think American Honey was my favorite movie of the year American mm-hmm. Honey okay and you just recently saw that right? yes I saw it uh, like less than 12 hours ago okay like and it, so it came ago. in like in the like in the final in the last lap I just knew I was like look I really need to see this I have very high hopes for this film right. I think that it's going to be a really good film and it, it to me it proved that it was so what was good about it um honestly I mean I do think that 2016 being a lackluster year does play a part in it I just wasn't that impressed with a lot of stuff this year mm-hmm. however uh, it was a 2 hour and 45 minute movie and I wasn't bored and then I was also really happy to see filmmakers taking some big risks mm-hmm. to cast someone who's never acted before as the lead role. 
And then I like Shia LaBeouf. I think Shia LaBeouf's a good actor. Oh, I forgot Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I like that he ex- he's in this kind of experimental phase of his career. Right. Um, his performance art phase. Yeah. So I like that. I like the young lady who played the the main character. The only thing I didn't like is that the movie's in four by three, mm. which is kind of weird. Really? Yeah, the movie's in four by three. Hmm. The trailer didn't show that. I don't recall. Yeah. If I I don't remember if the trailer was in four by three or not. But yeah, the whole movie's in four by three, which is. Kind of strange in 2017 now. Right. Uh, apparently, Are you sure it just wasn't the bootleg version. That yeah. you no, 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 no. It's uh, it's referenced on online. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. from what I recall, the trailer wasn't four by three. No, it's four by three. Oh, reference. I saw multiple people referencing it, and then apparently the director's one of her previous films was also in four by three. Nice. So, and it's full screen four by three. I'm talking like standard def, old school. Right. So. So when you watch it like on a on a on a high def TV, it's got like the black on the sides. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. corny, man. Actually, yeah. I mean, that was one part I had to kind of let go of. But yeah. it's it's like what was the, like what purpose did it serve? I think it it made the story of the character who is it's kind of a coming of age kind of uh, kids kind of ish kind of movie. Mm-hmm. I think it made it. When you say kids, you mean like the kid, movie, the movie kids? kids? The movie okay. Kids, yeah. <laughs> um, it it made the world smaller. Okay. Because the whole movie's done handheld, pretty much. And okay. it's it's there's it's all handheld. It's all grounded. There's no you know drone shots. There's no like you know all encompassing like establishing shots. Right. And I think that not shooting super wide, not shooting widescreen, it it brought her world in a little tighter, mm-hmm. which is a is a theme in the movie. If you see like she's very a troubled youth whose world is now starting to expand a little bit. Right. So. So it's something like just the eighty-five millimeter lens just yeah. couldn't couldn't do, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's my maybe reasoning behind it. I, I don't know the official reason, right. but that's what I felt like. And honestly, I was watching it, and I said this, I felt like it was a movie Jesse would make. I really did. Hmm. Um, Interesting. It was a out. coming of age story. It had a lot of scenes, mm-hmm. a lot of characters, and a lot of realism. You know, a lot of real dialogue that really happens between people. And um, I think it showed a, a dynamic of people that was just really interesting. Noise. Yeah. What was the director's name? I forget her name. I don't know. Uh, she's British, right? She's I believe British. Like she's not American. I believe she is British. I want to say Andrea Taylor okay. is her name. Nice. I'm trying to do uh, IMDb as quick yeah. as I can. Jesse. Uh, her name is Andrea Arnold. I'm sorry. I already had it pulled up, but I'm a douchebag. No. Right. Yeah, you, you are a douchebag. <laughs> but you could have saved that awkward silence there. I could have, but, yeah. you know, it's all good. Uh, you handled it. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I just I like the movie. I thought everybody did a good job. Good, good. Has anybody else seen American Honey at the table? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I missed it. I, that was one of the ones that was on the list. This is an A24 joint? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it was an A24 film, mm-hmm. which we've had multiple talks about that. Mm-hmm. That's like our favorite production company right now. Mm-hmm. Them, Annapurna, and um, 1984 for me. And, uh, and honestly, you know, going back, we, we had talked earlier about low budgetness. I mean, a lot happened in this film. And a lot of it was done with natural light and natural Andrea settings. Andrea Arnold. I already said that. Uh, yeah, I kind of already said it. Yeah, wow. So that was like five like, minutes ago. How, you have ADD. Yeah. Go ahead. It's like AD, like no D, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's some shots and things that'll make you, you know, it's it, it, it was cool. It was very cool. It had a, we planned this, but we made it look natural, mm-hmm. you know, like very guerrilla style, which mm-hmm. I don't know what came first. 
okay. you know, was it they planned it and then said we need to make it look gorilla as possible, or they just had a really good cinematographer who took advantage of certain things? I, it felt very organic. Yeah, and I like that. Okay, dope. Uh, I definitely it was definitely on my list. So, so I, I also um definitely by far my favorite movie this year um was The Handmaiden by a uh, Park Chan Wook. I don't even like talking about it that much because it's like one of those movies you could spoil like very easily. But basically the premise is a um, con woman and a con man. Uh, like a woman, she portrays a handmaiden to uh, take, an- take another woman's money, like uh, con her out of her money. But it's a very like complex film where there's like a whole lot of reveals, a whole lot of mystery, and I just I love it. So explain to people what a handmaiden is oh well, she's basically her hand servant like her maid servant she just uh she uh takes care of like the mistress of the house every day um and basically she's trying to make her think she's crazy so she could so she and the con man can split up her money because she's like very rich See, but that sounds like a spoiler alert right there well that's that's like the premise that's what you're going oh, okay. with like right the first the like 30 minutes but it it's definitely a movie that uh it switches up on you like real quick like that's what you love you'll, you'll be watching like the first 30 minutes be like okay I get what this movie's about then it'll totally like flip like what you thought and then an hour later it'll totally flip whatever you thought about that so it's, it's a very like complex almost like a Nolan movie where you don't really know what's going on so like I, I kept seeing like reviews about how beautiful the movie was shot like cinematography wise did it did it hit on any of that shit like um, yeah, it's a it's a very beautiful movie, but it's it's a very dark movie too. Like there's a whole lot of like dark situations and dark humor as far as like sexuality, um, violence. Because you know it's a Chan Wook Park movie, so of course there's gonna ultra be a lot of like ultra violence yeah. in there. Um, when you say you said dark humor on some like Coen Brothers type shit, there there's some of that, yeah. But it, it's very like there's stuff in there like you might feel bad laughing about, but it's still like funny. <laughs> Right. Like this, this is literally like the only film I've ever seen where I've actually like laughed during the sex scene because it was actually like pretty funny. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> but can I laugh when someone dies? In this movie, um, you can, you can like, yeah, you can laugh. Like there's 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 something in there you can laugh at. I mean, if are you trying not to spoil it? Yeah. Okay, got you. Yeah, that's pretty dope, man. So like. So the fact that it kept switching its plot structure, is that, that's what you liked? Or was it the acting? Or like what made it your favorite? Well, it's, I guess it's like, yeah, that that's a big part of it. Like how it like reveals, like the reveals are like very, um, they just come out of nowhere. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't even be thinking that. But he, he just sets it up so well. Like he's just such a master at um reveals it's like like he has the most yo you have the funniest awkward silences bro because like you'll be like mid explaining something and you just be like we, like okay for the people that can't see his face like martin he'll get so deep into explaining something that he'll just like look off up to the left and he'll just be like i don't know like i don't know it's hilarious bro. but i mean the character the characters are great too like I think all the actors did their thing, and 
I think it's just a beautiful movie. It's a great movie to watch. It's definitely not a movie you could take like your kids to or you want to take your parents to. I don't even know if it's a movie you want to take your date to because it's very like explicit, like sexually. No. Oh, look at no. you being a gentleman. That's the one you want to take your date no, to. No, it, it'll That's get you. That's how she has to show there's a freak or that. Yeah. <laughs> so she they, starts forming in her chair. You're like, yeah. nope, not today. It's like it's like a long, like a long. You like you, you know, you watching a long take where you're like, why is this going on for so long? And then it get, starts to get awkward. That's kind of like what the sex scenes are in uh, Handmaiden. But aren't they like lesbian sex scenes? Yeah. Hmm. Is, well, you said you, you made a yeah. <laughs> so how, a how does it get awkward? <laughs> no, it just gets awkward because it's like I don't think I remember like sex scenes lasting that long in movie because in most American movies they last maybe like a minute or two less than that. It's like well, in real well, life they only last like a minute or two. Certain people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. I guess like blue is the warmest color has like some long ones, but most and gas or uh. Love or whatever Love, has like some long ones, but for the most part, like you don't really see that in American movies. Right. Whereas, like he's straight, like straight in the pussy, like no, <laughs> no Who problem is? whatsoever. Who is? Uh, <laughs> a dude uh, is? No, no, Chan Wu Park. He's like he don't, he does, he's not afraid to like. Show. Oh, you see the vagina is what you're saying. The labia and all. Yeah, you actually do see vaginas. <laughs> you in see vulva. Yeah. yeah, wow. I okay. mean, you see, yeah, you see vaginas. <laughs> Vaginas, vaginas, yeah. Oral, <laughs> you see multiple vaginas. Oh man, yo! I, he I said, so I'm much. sorry, but the energy in the room just completely changed." He said he's straight in the pussy. Everybody said, "I'm like, what?" That's my cue. That's what's up. All right, so handmaids. We got handmaids. We got American Honey. It's up to Young Lazy next. So I have a late entry, um, but last week I saw Fences. And that was actually my favorite film for 2016. Still haven't seen it. Fences is... What is this? Denzel's second movie he directed? Yeah, The Great Debaters was the first, right? No, that's why Fisher was the first. So oh, this is so the third, third one? Third. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't watch The Great Debaters. Um, why? I just... It hasn't come on Netflix yet. Oh, oh, you made a face like... First of all, it has been on Netflix. It's been like came and gone multiple times. It ain't there now. Oh, okay. I mean... At the time, I did not care about Nate Parker, and I'm not especially a fan of Journey Smollett, so Denzel was not enough to make me watch that. But gotcha. um, well, you weren't you weren't a fan of Nate Parker before like all this stuff came out. No, I mean in the sense that I just wasn't paying attention to him. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I when did yeah, I start? He killed that film. I believe it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think when I really started paying attention to Nate Parker. Um, but beyond the lights, birth, birth of a nation. No. <laughs> uh, no, I was beyond the lights. I knew that. I, was, I wasn't I was, familiar with his work. Uh, I want to say Secret Life of Bees. Okay. Yeah. I paid yeah. attention to him there. Oh, yeah, because I was like, Yo, who's this? It's all over my boo with these Keys. That's your boo. Well, ex boots. Not Swiss totally convinced. She likes men. <laughs> but anyway. Real in. Real in. Real So anyway, um, that was, I wasn't. I went into the theater not knowing what to expect. So my mom was like, "Oh, that's really good," because she sucks. And when I was a kid, she would go on trips and not take me. So I was like, "Oh, you saw it with James Earl Jones?" She was like, "No, I saw it with Ruby D and Ossie Davis." And I was like, "I hate your life." Wow. But from what I understand, Denzel went in a totally different direction with the the principal character. Um, I will say this. It was a little different in the sense that because it's adapted from a play, it's very dialogue, monologue heavy. And so their play acting on screen, which 
isn't something I'm normally a fan of unless it's a musical. I could see them playing to the seats in the back in a way that you don't normally see in movies, especially from a Denzel or a Viola Davis. But it, it did work, but it was something that I was very aware of as I was watching How about it. Say, was that a turn on or turn off? I was indifferent about it because I knew that that's what it was, right? So I know that this is what they've done with these characters in the past. So I don't know if it was a purposeful choice not to make mm -hmm. a different choice. Was it was it word for word like the play? I've never it... seen the play, okay. right. but I'm gonna go with probably. Okay. Um, because that one it's... scene that's floating around Facebook, but make sure that you ought to do right by your son. <laughs> you know, dude, that was pretty word for word. Um, from what I've heard, I've, I didn't want to yeah. have anything to compare it to because I've seen so many people say that they compare James L. Jones's version of that monologue against Denzel's right. and how different they were and how many more people enjoyed that. From what I've heard of people who've seen James Earl Jones do it on stage, he made that character like easy to hate, whereas Denzel gave you some things about him to grab onto to like. He was more charismatic from what I understand, but I can't say that that's my opinion because I haven't actually had anything to compare it to. Viola Davis fucking killed. Yeah, she's great. Um, just to give you like a high level understanding of what the movie's about, it's about forgiveness. And I just want to say that I don't, I, you know, anyone who talks to me, I'm like scared of marriage. That shit scared me for real. Wow. And I was like, I don't know if I'm built to be nobody's wife. Like the fuck. Oh, wow. This what you, no, she, she took her vows seriously in a way that most people don't. But, you know, it's the 50s or whatever, right? And right. the movie's really about, um, dysfunctional ass relationships and the ways that someone can judge you for behaviors that they have or traits that they have within themselves and hate you for being like them. It's really interesting in that way. I see. I didn't get none of that from the preview. I got I mean, with all you fences. get. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's about building fences metaphorically oh, and, and keeping truth. people out and letting people in. Right. Truth. Okay. Uh, I and get so um, that makes it even. I might go watch this shit after this, man. Fuck around. My no, you're not. No, it's it's. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. There's just, there's just and anyone has seen the, the movie. There's just the point in the movie where I'm like, what the fuck, man. Well, <laughs> so because yeah. oh, of why. I don't want to spoil it, okay. um, but there's just a point where the guy, he's relatively likable. He has some things about him that, you know, Denzel's character that makes you go, ugh, oh. right? But then you're just like, oh, you piece of shit. Oh, wow. But he's still like, in a way, like, he's human. He's not overly hateable. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Does that I make sense? Yeah. So, I mean, the characters are really developed and I feel like they did a great job with them. Um, nice. I actually yeah. heard like Denzel isn't even like the best like performance in the movie. Is that true? Viola Davis kills. She takes I mean, over everything she's in. And so the, it's gotta right, be her. the the first time I remember seeing Viola Davis was in Antoine Fisher, and like I remembered her. And she, what does she say in that movie? That's my firstborn son. Like yeah, she doesn't so, say shit in the movie. Right. I'm like, mm. well, she's popping. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> and I promise you, I referred to her as Antoine Fisher's mama until. I saw her in the health, then I knew her name. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I wouldn't say that it was better or worse. I think that they work well together. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know the other guy's name. The guy from Lincoln Heights. Do you know his name? The the principal Matthew character. McConaughey. No, Lincoln Heights. Oh no, Lincoln Heights. Oh my bad. Oh no, yeah, I'm lost. No, anyway, so he he he's in the movie. He was pretty good. Um. 
I can't think of any other names. Like they're relatively unknown actors. The rest right. of them, there's a there's an older black man I've seen in Bono, his best friend. I've seen him in other movies. Don't know his name either. Gotcha. I wouldn't refer to him as a character actor, but they it very much felt like you were watching them perform on stage. Right. So I don't know if he has a theater career that I don't know about or whatever. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, the last movie that I saw like that that you could tell it was. It was an adaptation from like a stage play. It was a Chinese coffee, Al Pacino and Jerry Orbach. You guys ever saw that? I'm familiar with it, but yeah. I don't know. It's like it's like it's a, Al Pacino actually directed it too, I think. But yeah, it's just like the way that they play the dialogue. You can tell this is this comes straight from the stage. Play. I'll give you an example of what I mean to try to put in perspective for you what I mean by play acting. Okay. So if you've ever seen the version of Steel Magnolias with an all-black cast, which I hated. We didn't need that, by the way. No, that's a whole I didn't. Another... I didn't even okay. know that existed. <sighs> Lifetime did it. So they, the dialogue is the exact same as the the major motion picture release version with Sally Field and, right. and Dolly Parton and all them. When you watch <laughs> the white version, right, right. they are not play acting. It comes across, you know, with the subtlety that you would expect from a film. Mm. When you watch the black version, it comes across like a play okay. um, in a very different, like it's just very different choices I would make on stage as opposed to what I would do right. in front of a camera. Now, fun, funny enough, right. <laughs> so this that Fences is kind of like a black man ain't shit movie, but it redeems itself in the end. And the person that I went to see the movie with like would kill me for saying this, but he's like somewhat of a hotep. And so, like, oh, halfway through the did. movie, he's like, I'm going to break this shit down to you when it's over. This is this is about the degradation of the black man. Then when it was ended, I was like, what do you got to say? He was like, nothing. It ended differently than I expected. <laughs> 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 Hotel better yeah. step over. <laughs> I was funny. like, I was like, oh, okay. So he's like little baby Hotel. But at the end, he was like, I don't have shit to say. <laughs> I don't have shit to say. It wasn't about the degradation of the black man. The movie's about forgiveness. Right. Okay. That's my fave. Oh, well, that, that's, a, that's a, okay. Came in last in Christmas time and, and, and just made you forget everything else. All right, go ahead, Jesse. All right, guys. Well, um, so um, when I was kind of thinking about, you know, what was my favorite movie of the year, I kind of start thinking about, like, what kind of influenced me the most as a filmmaker. And um, thanks. <laughs> and um, Birth of a Nation, I think, is the one that's kind of, uh, inspired me the most throughout this year because uh, I remember when I first met you, Treasy, I remember uh, us kind of talking about, uh, you know, what kind of stories kind of interest you. What would you like to see, like, on the big screen? And I remember you mentioning, uh, you know, uh, Nat Turner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wanting to bring his story to the big screen. So I'm like, I remember he was a character from history that I, you know, like, learned about and stuff like that, but never had a clear idea about, you know, his his life and what he kind of went through. So I did start doing a lot of research, and I found out that this was a character that there isn't a lot of solid information on, you know, what his life w was about. A lot of this stuff is made up. A lot of things that people know about uh, Nat Turner comes from a book that was written by a white guy who... You know, the was confessions. Yeah, yeah, that was supposedly. There's a lot of air quotes happening right, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. plenty of air quotes. <laughs> yeah, but um, so it was really interesting to see kind of how he took the subject matter and the conviction he kind of had to actually see the vision through and actually make it, um, despite you know Hollywood not being, uh, not wanting to kind of give their support to the film. So him having to do it all himself. Right. You know, I feel like just as a filmmaker, that's kind of the position I'm in with a lot of the stories. I feel like I want to tell. Um, so, um, 
aside from you know just that whole kind of uh, the production side of everything, I mean, I thought the film was really uh, well done, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that he starred and um, directed it and wrote it too, um, and that it came out so solid. I mean, that was something that really you know inspired me right. as a filmmaker. There were so yeah. many problems with that movie for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I, well, you, but well, you loved well, it. What, what, what problems? What problems did you have with I, it? For the record, did you see the the chat? I just saw it. To yeah, last night. yeah, I saw okay, you just right, recently cool. watched it. But yeah. what, what, what so did you like immediately about it? when I'm looking at it, I'm like, it's mm-hmm. not fucking Virginia. But you weren't around in the 1800s. I wasn't around last, the 1800s, so, but uh, I know what kind of vegetation we fucking have here, and that uh, it didn't look anything like Virginia. Right. Um, you know, social justice. Shalise is a feminist. Like that, this that's happening right now. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna brace for impact. So, yeah, so, oh, Lord. <laughs> so. I went into the movie having read other people's critiques of it and wanting to give it a fair shot. What I will say about the movie is that I feel like it was very underdeveloped in terms of characters outside of Samuel and mm-hmm. and um, Nat. Mm-hmm. With the exception of Samuel, every other mm-hmm. character does not exist on their own as a whole person. Mm-hmm. They're just how he experienced that person. Mm-hmm. And that left them kind of flat for me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, a lot of people... I critique all the characters that way. I see a lot of feminist critiques that the women were that way. I mm-hmm. did want to know more about everybody else mm-hmm. um, and what their convictions were towards the movement. I really did not like how he fictionalized women being the catalyst for the revolt because that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I did not like that he then erased women from the revolt. The revolt, yeah. And, and that, was, that's like, like he was that. like, I want to tell the story as accurate as possible. I'm like, well, then let's not make up some bullshit rape and like then let's not erase women from it but he did so mm-hmm. it, it was problematic now I do think it was a good movie well hold on I don't think it's fair to say that rape was bullshit I mean I, I think I think that's you know I think that's one of those accounts of I think that's one of those situations where shit like that happens and it's kind of like a theatrical ploy possibly to, to, to get the to get the audience to understand, but what if you're we're gonna tell here. a story, if you're gonna say, "I want to give as accurate of a portrayal as possible," why are you fictionalizing a rape as a catalyst? Now, don't get me wrong; I'm not as mad with the Esther situation where, um, you know, she's forced into submission and it's a, it's a it's a rape because she has no voice right. to consent, right? That I'm not and mad when at. When you say Esther, that's that was Gabriel Gabriel, Gabriel Union's character, character. Okay. does not speak, who right. literally has no voice right. in the movie. Um, that's. That's fairly believable as something that would have taken place. But his wife and his daughter survived, from what I understand, with the Nottaway Indians, and they were able to tell what happened, and that didn't happen. She wasn't she wasn't raped and beaten to look like Emmett Till. That was hard for me to watch. Like that was at the point right. in the movie where I was between crying and throwing up. Mm-hmm. But so Damn. I mean, it invoked that kind of emotion <laughs> for me. Like I couldn't I looked away and very rarely do I look away. But right. I, I couldn't I couldn't look at that. So there was definitely I think that that was the point, and he accomplished that. I didn't hate it. I thought it was good. I just didn't mm. think it was great. Like, mm. I felt like that movie was really overhyped. Mm. And I guess because I was so excited to see what he did, because they hyped it up so much, aside right. from all the controversy related to the film. Right. I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Well, it's good, but... That's pretty much how I felt. I've seen this like, before. I, I, my, my gripe with the film was, I felt like the revolt was really rushed. Well, I, they did it in I, like a day, though. I, I, well, I thought I don't know. I mean, Wikipedia, you know, whatever accuracy. The res- the little bit of research they said it was forty eight hours. But either way, from a film perspective, still it was it was like to see more of yeah, it. Yeah, and it was it was mm-hmm. extremely rushed. And I was like, well, I thought this was kind of the 
whole the big reveal. the big reveal black and glory they don't rush you through yeah, the battle yeah yeah you know and i wanted to feel that i wanted to feel this revolt and you know and then the transition from when the kids snitched to the jerusalem thing that was just like that was like a that was that was like a, that that was like a frame. It was yeah. like, oh, we're yeah. here in this little courtyard, mm-hmm. and here's the guy from Watchmen, you know. And <laughs> okay, Watchmen. so that bothered me too. Yeah. So that is uh, Kelly from the Bad News Bears, and yeah. you mean to tell yeah. me the baddest, most frightening white man mm-hmm. in the revolt is five two yeah, and weighs like 115 pounds? <laughs> but, yeah. but he's but I, I will say like he held his. He held his presence, though. He he really was He's like a, a really good actor. He yeah. really yeah, impressed yeah. me as Kelly in the Bad News Bears. I'm not scared of his little ass. Well, <laughs> if he was back then, 1831, oh, yeah. he had yeah. a whip. I bet would have conceded. I wouldn't have had a choice. Yeah. It's not black people can have guns. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> my, my other thing was, uh, I don't know, like in a weird way, I felt like they established the Army Hammer was conflicted with what he was doing. And I don't know if this, I, I, I'm throwing out realism because I don't know. I didn't do the research on that. It seemed like he was conflicted. And then obviously he succumbed to greed. Mm-hmm. And his death, mm. his, his death, I, I thought that would be a bigger moment. That's the first death. You feel like well, it was I think a- it was a big moment. I mean, he threw up afterwards. Like, it was uh, a big deal from a film, More from a filmmaking perspective. Right. You know, the presentation of uh, that. So you, you uh, felt like it, it should have... Maybe, maybe that should have been a bigger see, I, see, thing I didn't think from the presentation. Su- I don't know that's so much that he succumbed to greed that he made himself all right with. If you notice, like he becomes an alcoholic, he's perfectly. Normal, I didn't notice that. He, and he then be- he progressively like has to yeah. medicate himself into being accepting I mean, of this behavior. Yeah, because he was. I mean, I think he he knew in in a way that it was wrong. He had to do something to make it right for him, which was alcohol or money. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in the beginning, I mean, when the first time he took money, I mean, you could tell he was like, give me the brandy. Right. You know, he's like, give me the brandy. He's chugging it as they're driving, or not driving off, but, you know. <laughs> carting. Carting, carting off? Yeah, is that carting right? off. Carting, carting, carting off. They buggy away. No, they buggy away. <laughs> and, you know, so I, I thought that there would be, I, I'm not, I don't expect redemption for him, but I mm-hmm. thought there would be a bigger moment right. of this, I, I'm gonna kill you, you know, and uh, you do deserve it. Maybe I don't. That was from a strictly aesthetics, from the filmmaking perspective. I just <laughs> thought that that could have used some. And continuing with rushed, mm-hmm. you know, everything is. It felt like it was rushed, and it was like, yo, you just killed okay, this so guy. And the, the balcony yeah. scene where he's standing over his body, and there's the fucking stained glass mirror. I mean, sorry, stained glass window with the cross, and it's clearly like fake, stuck on yeah. stained glass. Yeah. And I'm like, you really had yeah. you had to do yeah. that. Yeah. You couldn't have skipped it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you ruined it. Yeah, that was. To me, you could have done that better. Oh, absolutely, you could have. I, I, it didn't need to be there. We could, yeah. we didn't need to see the cross juxtaposed with yeah, him like yeah. murdering the guy. And if they couldn't do it better than that, they couldn't buy the real stained glass window and put it there. They had to stick on yeah, yeah. some bullshit they bought from Lowe's. I was really mad listen, at that. Listen, listen, you guys. This man made this man raised I, the I money will, to I'm, make a period piece film. I am gonna like, say. It, it looked better than because before I saw it, a lot of people told me they were like, man kind of looks like an independent film and they they downed it and i was like this movie no. looked this me that movie looked like a, a well-made movie like i wasn't mad at the 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 quality of the film i wasn't for the price that i know it was made for so i wasn't the things mad that at that i said that that bothered me yeah for for what you're paying for i'm not su- i'm not super mad i don't have a cape on but it was just things that i would because i live here right so right. i i know but 
I'm not super mad. Right. And then the the last shot, the last shot bothered me. No, 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 no. When the, the, the kid morphs into the Civil War. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I totally understood it. I totally understood it. I just it was thought very it was, on the nose. I just thought well, it was cheesy. I shit. mean, I think it was, I mean, I, I think it was, it was meant to drive a point. You know, it was meant to I drive agree. a point. You know, that these people, these people, it, it scoffed the pun that he was fighting for liberation and then... 30 years later, we're fighting for liberation mm-hmm. in the South. You know what I'm saying? We're or, still fighting for liberation. Uh, 20, yeah, yeah. 2017. His uniform, his uniform <laughs> if I recall, was for the... It looked like it was blue. It was for the that North. That was the North, yeah. Yeah, he was fighting was for the right. North. Oh, so, well, I mean... Liberation yeah, from the South. For, from the South, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, the, the wrong term. So, so if, if history... My history is correct, he, he somehow made it to the North. Then. Right. Because Southampton is was clear. Well, probably South. because he was freed after all the slave masters were killed. You know, um, so. But either way, I, I'm with you. I, I thought it was a good film. Yeah. I just, you know, I wasn't blown away by it. But I, I, I'm with Jesse. Like, it's weird. I have, like, bad things to say about it's it. It's important. Then I have, like you said, it's, yeah, an, important it's an important film. Important. I don't yeah, know that. It's not it's great. It's not great. But I agree with all the things you said. Like, it, I'm, in, I'm wildly impressed that you made this film. Yeah. Like, For a first-time endeavor. Yeah, and it wasn't, like, a total fuck-up. No. You know what I mean? No. Like, by, by all means... Not, I'm not here for the degradation of black men. There are many things I can say about Nate Parker, but I didn't hate the film yeah. by itself. I honestly feel like, I honestly feel like, if all the shit didn't come in the media with him, I think the movie would have been received a little different. You know, and I and I'll make this statement here, man. I don't like to publicly critique the film because I have a lot of admiration for the fact that the film was made. That's um, not fair, though. Um. Well, it's my it's my choice. It's you your know. choice, but that's not really fair. Well, see, I. Th- I Cause you, cause the thing is, you 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 still support it by going to see it, right? right? I saw it twice. Right, I saw it twice. Yeah. Right, but that doesn't. I get what you're saying, but like I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. I, cause it's important that we support it, right? Cause you want more of that, right? right. You want you, you want, want black people to be able to make Absolutely. to tell more of our own stories, Absolutely. right? But we need to do a good job at telling our own stories. Well, I don't think he did a bad job. I don't think he did a bad job either, but. If you don't hold people accountable for their artistic choices, they can never rise to meet meet a higher level. You have to keep raising the bar. So if you don't critique it, that's not fair. Are we going to get subpar movies continuously? Uh, that's that's a very good point and well taken. Um, I think my lack of critiquing actually more comes from the fact that it's like I understand the perimeters that he had to make the film. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm and I understand the choices. You know, I, I for me, you know, he killed women and children in the revolt. Nat Turner. You know, and they didn't show that in the film, but I understand why he probably chose not to show that. I think they they show like one shot where it's like there's a slave master in bed with his wife, and like some and a slave is like cutting them up with the um axe. Yeah. I think right. I think that was meant to be like that reference. To but like she was white, so children. pretty much everybody is yeah. like you're a white slave master. Like it might as well be the same thing. Right yeah. now, I'm with you. You showed killing a white kid. A tiny little four-year-old yeah. white kid. I, I feel like that would have distracted people way too much from the message. But so. I think that it. I think that it. So I, I hear you, but let it be what it is. Let's not water it down. Not 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 saying that those children deserve to die, but you have to think about it in the context of they show Samuel as a child and look what he grew up to be, and that's right. that's. That's it's not fair to to water it down. It was a gruesome, gruesome thing, but it was something that they felt compelled to do under the guidance of God, in their opinion, right. because they were so oppressed right. and tortured. 
Well, that, that just becomes uh, that just falls into his artistic choice to me. You yeah, know? That's fair. Uh, I mean, so so that's why it's just hard to critique it. Yeah, like, because you know, we know that that's what happened. Yeah. So, but yeah. So anyway, but we're not we're not here to go on about Birth of a Nation. But so Jesse, that was your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Shoulder tap. Right. Shoulder tap. Y'all we stayed on that. task for your favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, What's yours? And so but... my favorite was Arrival. Right. Ah, Hands down was a rival. Man. Oh man! You listen. took my I fucking seen honorable it. mention, you bastard. Oh well, that's <laughs> cool. That's cool. I know we usually don't mention. care about spoilers. Can you please not spoil? Because I have not seen it. I'm asking. Okay. Yeah, I, didn't I mean, like, then he can't it, tell you shit about the movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard just, to spoil it. Okay. It, it's hard not to spoil. I've seen like, the trailer. I just what did you what did you deduce the movie is about from the trailer? I saw aliens and someone's got to talk to them. So what do you what do you take away as the overarching theme? I don't know. I'm. I'm, I just want to watch it. Like, this is where I don't think too deeply sometimes. So, when like, I watch, this is like, like I, I was hoping you would have watched it last night, but you watched I, some well, other shit instead. <laughs> well, because I couldn't <laughs> download it. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, I didn't get to it. Right. So, well, Arrival is about communication. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And I mean, cool I, beans. And, 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 and that's really all you need to know. Um, I, I Again, man. Danny Villanueva, he is a master at Beast. tone. He's a master at tone. The fact that you don't like Sicario, Jesse, I promise you, every time I, I bring up that film, I want to punch you in the fucking face. Because he's a beast. So bad. Don't you forget about Jesse. The movie is awesome. He's, yeah. he's a master at tone, man. I feel like everybody... I feel like everybody stepped to the motherfucking plate with performances. Absolutely. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, Jeremy Renner, and fucking uh, Amy Adams. But what do you expect from her? Like, she's not, she's not huh? fucking Even around Jeremy ever. Jeremy Renner stepped up to the plate. Jeremy Renner's a popping ass actor, bro. He's okay. I can't. I can. I can. I can name. Aside from Hansel and Gretel. I can name everybody. Wishes Hansel and Gretel wasn't. <laughs> We've had talks about this over and over again. If you go back, we're gonna digress for a second. Okay. If you go back to like when they were doing the press. Like, you know, when they have to do the interviews on the Good Morning America, you can tell Jeremy Renner gives no fucks. Like, Jeremy <laughs> Renner. About like, Hansel and Gretel? Yeah, Jeremy Renner is Holy in the seat. Shit. He's in the seat, like, yeah, it comes out Friday. <laughs> like, I mean, I want to say that know. came out after the town, so he gives you this fucking. No, like, I, I want to say they made it. Before? Before he became an Avenger, or before he became kind of a bigger name. And what they did is they, sh- they did. What they've done with other actors is that they shelved it. And then when his name was attached, it was a bigger deal. Yeah. They they shelved oh. it, delayed it. They made it come out after he became a bigger star. So it's obviously embarrassing. So. I'm so mad. I just turned my mic around and I sound like way clearer. This shit is just really just pissed me off. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the tone of the film was, was really, really, it was just so appropriate. And then I, I, I feel like a story can't get any more simpler than arrival did it just it just can't get any more simpler in a in a complex state like i don't know if that makes sense like it's a complex film but it's complex but it's so not like and and i just i feel like when you talk about complex films it just doesn't get any more simpler than this and and, and that's the only way i can really put that um everybody stepped to the plate in terms of acting and then my favorite dp who Young Leezy shared with me is actually going to be uh, DP in the um, the yeah. the Han Solo the Han Solo project yeah. uh, projects. Bradford Young, yeah man, oh man, young black cinematographer brother, and he is the shit man. He plays a lot with shadows, and that comes out a lot. Oh, in definitely this film. an arrival. All yeah. types of shadows. Did he, plays... he do Sicario? 
No, he did not do Sicario. Uh, the movie I think he did before that, I want to say, was uh, A Most Violent Year. Well, I'm sure he did some in between there. A Most Violent Year, Pawn Sacrifice, Selma. I like Most Violent um, Year. Mississippi Dan, Pariah. Uh, Mother of George. Like the most dark movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so you know, he was he was the DP on this film, man, and I just feel like his. I, I feel like the choice of using him was so was so good. Was it just it tied everything together, man? It really tied everything together, and in, in in my personal opinion, um, it was just a well done film, and it was well done in the most simplest form. Um, so yeah, Arrival for me, man. It was it was perfection. It was the best movie going experience I've had in a long time. I really really appreciated it too. And to, in simple terms, yes, it's about communication. I will not ruin the movie for you. Corey. It's fine, thank you. I appreciate. But that. I, I went into it with a completely different expectation yes. than what it was. I was like, I'm about to see Interstellar 2.0. Right. No, not at all. Right. I, I I already know like just knowing the villain the way of like. Like I just know it's gonna be different. Yeah, you know yeah. he's not gonna he's not gonna put his name on bullshit on some bullshit. I didn't think it was gonna be bullshit. I, I was excited typical, for maybe it. typical is the word. No, she was. Ex- she, I think I, so, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You you were looking yeah. for, I was looking for an adventure. Yeah, I was looking for an adventure, which I got, but not yeah, in the way that I was not in the way that you I, Okay, first of all, right. I don't know if I've established that I cry a lot at movies, and I oh, cried oh. at that one twice. Oh. So, Interesting. Yeah. Okay, I didn't, but I don't know personal stuff. Okay. I'm I'm a crybaby and shit. Cry it's all good. I'm gonna live longer than all y'all motherfuckers. Okay. So, <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. All right. Just don't, saying. Don't see a Manchester by the sea then. Oh, you've seen that? Oh, yeah. Is it any good? Can you say yes or no? I liked it. Good. I, I've very, heard like, good things. It's a very sad it's movie. Sad. It's very sad. Yeah, um, I thought I thought the way that it um to piggyback off of what you were saying, Treasy, uh-huh. the way that it had a very simple message but delivered it in a way that made it interesting. Right. Um speaking about communication and how you interpret other people's language um, through the lens of how you learn to communicate. Right. And I thought that that was fucking genius. It was so, it was so layered. Oh, it was so layered and so appropriate. So appropriate. For right now. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm one of those people who watches all these movies, and I was like, all this shit is about bigotry and injustice and racism and all this. And everybody's like, no, on. I'm like, did you watch the fucking Hunger Games? Like, <laughs> right, <laughs> like, did you watch Harry Potter? Right, like, right. <laughs> no, this so, this didn't. To me, it didn't touch on any of that. Uh, it was it, just... it did to me though. That's what I that's what I read from it. People's inability to view communication through a different lens other than their own, and saying that theirs is the most correct way of communicating, and setting the standard for the for the way that other people communicate in such a way that they can't understand understand other people and they fear them for it Duh. so so yeah you you went well, I'm, I'm gonna be honest i think i think you're going way too deep i think you're going you way to too tell deep. me how to experience shit no no no, no. <laughs> I, I, I feel you and i'm not trying to but but I, 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 I really feel like you went way too deep you're mad because you're not as cerebral as i am no but it's I, all good. I think that comes with a lot of baggage that cerebral that you i think that you see what here. you see because you view it through the lens that you right. view it and and that's and that the whole your point, point. Of the yeah movie. i get it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, how how whatever okay how meta i just said all how that meta. i just said this is what i see when i see these other movies and it's it's overarching there and when i how see it meta. here i think it goes over people's heads you know what Treasy? you're, you're just you walked into that one all right anyway on to the worst films now all right okay um i'm gonna set up a little pre-game i'm gonna try to be quick because we've spent some time i was very anticipated of this I admit it was a film that I knew was going to be strictly entertainment, mm-hmm. not 
groundbreaking, not a, an amazing film, but I felt like, you know, I waited 20 years for this movie. Mm. I waited 20 long years for a sequel to a movie that I really wanted to see a sequel to. And the worst movie of 2016 was Independence Day 2. Ooh. I didn't even see that. I didn't even see it. I want you to understand something. It was one of the biggest piles of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and I'm a Transformers fan. Okay. I'm willing to check my brain at the door and allow myself to be entertained for two hours. Right. But I was not entertained by this movie. This movie was so stupid. It wasn't even visually that interesting. The mm. visual effects were not that good. They mm -hmm. they did not destroy things like they, they did. I waited 20 years for this piece of shit. Um, thought it was a horrible movie. Right. And uh, I don't recommend anybody viewing it. Damn. 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 Now, yeah. now I gotta see it. <laughs> right. you said, no, I, admit, I admit, the first one is not that great. It was cool. It was my childhood. I was in the sixth grade. Same. You know, yeah. um, it was it was cool. You know, it was the start of summer blockbusters. Many people will say that. That was the, the beginning of, one, Will Smith. Two, yeah. the beginning of the concept of a summer blockbuster. Mm -hmm. Um and you know it was cool. They blew up models. They blew up the they blew up a little model of, of the White House. It was cool, you know. Right. Um, no, this movie was trash, and I waited twenty years, and I was I have haven't been that disappointed in a film in a very long time. Wow. The acting was horrible. All those young kids should all find new jobs at Guitar Center. <laughs> but did we need that sequel though? Like, did we need it? I, I feel like we didn't. I didn't feel Especially like we needed it. Especially not child in me wanted wanted it. Mm -hmm. Did we need it? No, of course not. See, they, they were you banking know? off people like you. Man. Yeah, and they it were, sucked. I, I will, It sucked. They're no. wanting to Star Wars that situation. Like, yeah, but and it, didn't it was work. bad. It was really bad. Uh, I don't even think Will Smith could have saved that movie. Right. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know what the script would have been like with Will Smith. I, mm. I, I mean, even going back to the original, it's really not a Will Smith movie. Right. So It's an ensemble cast. It's an right. ensemble. Yeah. I mean, it's really a Bill Pullman movie, and... Um, uh, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. It's really yeah. a Jeff Goldblum movie, in my right. opinion. But I, you know, who was did Roland Emmerich come back for that? Yeah, directed by yeah. Roland Emmerich. So he's hit or miss. So now you've got twenty years of one doing disaster movies, mm. and even the the stuff where they blew up the world, right. it wasn't even that good. Ooh. I was more entertained by twenty twelve in terms of you know destroying stuff. Right. It wasn't even that good. Wow. So the movie that got you started on destroying the world. Mm -hmm couldn't follow through with the sequel mm. i thought it was horrible i thought it was an awful movie mm. damn right, well i kind of expected that i mean you know i didn't see the it the trailer but I, looked like shit yeah, i was hoping that I, was, I could at least be entertained and go cool right cool story cool story right but oh, there was shit. so and, and also the other part is uh he could probably back me up they tried to do too much they and and that's where it, it just really fell apart mm. you know it just i mean the guy Guy called Uber from the moon, and okay, not literally an Uber, but when you see the movie, you'll understand the the reference. Okay, not literally. There's no Uber service to the moon, but there's yeah, but there's a couple there's an Uber esque. Yeah, there's a there's a couple things about it that are just like it, it's the equivalent of when Indiana Jones got in the fridge. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. Fuck, you know what I mean? Like at least the first one is like, I mean, it's kind of. Because you were in the sixth grade. I was in the sixth grade. I have watched it in the past couple of years. I mean, there's some, I don't want to use the word realism, but there's... It's believable. It's right. believable. You know, this is like, no, that's not believable. Right. Like, that's complete bullshit. So. Okay. Independence Day 2. I think we all pretty much knew that was going to suck. Yeah. On to you, Martin. 
Um, I just want to uh, say I watch a lot of shitty movies because I like going. <laughs> I do too. I actually will. I watch a lot of movies just to watch movies. I enjoy. Same. I enjoy movies. I know. Just go Hansel, I know Hansel and Gretel's gonna suck, but I'm gonna watch it anyway. So yeah. Yeah, because I like going to a Cinema Cafe and eating they chicken tenders. <laughs> 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 That's just special about them. Like They're it. just I frozen like tenders. <laughs> I just like going there to eat some chicken tenders and watch a movie. So uh, I I hated a lot of movies this year. I hated uh, Secret Life of Pets. I yeah. kind of hated Assassin's Creed. But Wait, you uh, saw that? You're the one person in America <laughs> that saw that, right? Yeah. Like, why? I mean, I'm a I'm a video game man. Like, I, I uh, now that's one where I looked at the so trailer and was like, nah, yeah. Yeah. I'm straight. It's actually like the most faithful video game movie of all time but it's just like outside of Super you, Mario Brothers but I, guess, I was about to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I guess it's like when you're trying to squeeze like I guess in a video game it's probably about 15 16 hours of exposition into like an hour and a half like it just doesn't work so at all so that's your vote for the worst movie no my worst movie <laughs> is a movie that was getting remade I remember it from like film school thinking like hey this movie might be alright but it was complete shit it was a uh, Ben-Hur Oh, you watched Ben Hur with Morgan Freeman with dreads? Oh man, that did look like shit. Damn. Was it like four hours long? Like the old one? It wasn't that long. It's just the acting was bad. It was like there was this like Jesus subplot. I was just like, why? Why is this in here? That's terrible. Making a top Charlton Heston man. Some things just need to be left alone. Yeah, I don't understand why they keep fucking with them, but. Or if you're gonna do it, throw two hundred million dollars at it, like you know, do it. I'm sure it know? at least got fifty million dollars. Like I'm sure. It's yeah, a, that's not two hundred. But yeah, <laughs> no, hire Christian Bale, <laughs> like yeah. Steven right. Spielberg. Right. <laughs> but all right, mm-hmm. I digress. Ben Hur. Yeah, I, I think enough said. You don't even gotta go into details about yeah, that. Warcraft is pretty bad too. Oh yeah, um, Warcraft, Warcraft is bad. bad. I don't know if that, was that 2016. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know, sure. I think it was. It yeah. was this summer. Gotcha. All right, young lady. Okay, so I like ridiculously stupid horror movies. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared by them, but if you can entertain me and make me think, then I'm I'm here for it. Right. The worst piece of shit that I saw in 2016 was Don't Breathe. What? You didn't really? like Don't Breathe? I wanted everybody in that fucking movie to die. <laughs> really? There were no good guys in that movie. Yeah. And I mean, I'm going to spoil it. The fact it. that the bitch gets away at the end. I was like, fuck her. Why did you spoil guy? it? Oh. <laughs> you knew that she it. fucking got away at the no. end. Steven yeah. Lang, the blind guy. Yeah, I had to look it up. It was yeah. the guy from, from Avatar, Avatar yeah. right? I like him. I liked it because like, the reveals, it's like the characters do Nobody deserved to fucking live. Well, yeah, none of them deserve to live, but they do smarter <laughs> things than most, like, stereotypical characters do. Like, literally every time someone would live through a scene, I'd be like, fuck this. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. And, like, no, I just think that I, there were no, there was nobody to root for in that film. And I think, I think it switches. It's like, at first you're, like, with the blind guy, then you kind of see there's another reveal, then you're with the kids. And you kind of go back and forth. No, at no point was I with any of them. I thought that they were all horrible human beings. Damn. And I wanted them all to die. Damn. I, stand, oh, yeah. I wanted, I don't, you know who had a redeeming quality? The fucking dog. The dog. Damn. Shit. The dog could Damn. live and everybody Easy, else could dog. die. <laughs> Tough. Tough out in these I should not, that no. That first dude was an asshole. I don't know. I don't know if I can agree with you. I haven't seen it, but just, I, I, 
I just can't agree with you. That that's because you're a fucking hater. Year. But like, <laughs> you're disagreeing. You're disagreeing with something movie? you haven't seen. I mean, well, I'm just saying, like, that makes me an anti-hater, I think. If I'm saying the movie's probably good, I'm that makes hate, you I'm a hater. I'm not hating on the movie. That's how I received it. It, it just wasn't... They gave you... The, all more, all horror movies suck. No way. No, Blair Witch, all. man. Okay, the original. Not all. I, I meant that loosely. All, Red Dragon ma- is the last movie that majority. scared the shit out of me. And that Red movie was scary Dragon? as fuck. Have you seen Manhunter? Yes, it's the same movie. Majority yeah, Manhunter's of horror movies. <laughs> Manhunter's way better. Majority of horror movies suck. They have great premises, but their well, execution horror, is horrible. We're talking horror or suspense, because it's not really a horror movie. It's a suspense thriller. But uh, yeah, That's kind of what horror's turned into. Yeah, no. Suspense thriller, some, and then like, mean, like the creature features. You, like, did you see It Follows? No. Oh, I like the best I horror it. movie in the past ten years. They okay. both set in uh, Detroit too. Yeah, both I of love, those movies. I love yeah. it. Follows. It just I didn't like. Like I didn't like like oh I'm blonde and I'm poor feel sorry for me while I do fucked up things to this disabled man and oh he's shitty too like everyone needed to All die. Right. All right. I hated. There's it. another movie. Just that's clean f- slate. There's another yeah. movie with James Caan called like I think The Good Neighbor. It's on Netflix. Oh, right. I fucking watched that on Netflix. And you like that one better? Yes. It was well. Really? Let me say this: I liked it in terms of the plot better. The acting was better in Don't Breathe. Yeah, because I was because the only reason why I even watched Good Neighbors because I want to see Don't Breathe, and I was like, oh, this is nice little knockoff looking, you know. It was low. It was low budget, but the story was better. Okay. Well, the story was very corny, and 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 uh, good. The Good Neighbors. So I feel like they could have, if they had better acting, they could have executed that story better, and it would have been an overall better movie. I think if they had better actors, I wasn't. I wasn't mad at the story though. Interesting. Because because I li- I didn't know what was happening I, until the very end. I didn't know what was happening. Right, right. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I. Mm, okay. The, the acting was good and don't right. breathe like in term for what it was, but right. I hated everybody. Okay. Fair enough, Jesse. All right. Uh, my worst film of the year. Is Deadpool? Ooh, Are you really? fucking kidding me? Wow. Oh, <laughs> the plot thickens. Oh, oh, Jesus! I mean, because I mean, the thing is, it was really hyped up for me and everything. So I'm going in. I'm like, okay, you know, like I mean, I love superhero movies, but I feel like lately superhero movies have been kind of eh. And when I went and saw it, I just I didn't find the humor funny. Uh, at all. It's Deadpool. I, I know. Can I, I can I high five you? I haven't seen Deadpool, <laughs> but I don't like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds Yo, is here to miss with me. Like some I've seen him. There's Jamie good. Fox, Ryan Reynolds is number two for this guy, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And I just pointed the trees. I, yeah. I, I like I like Ryan Reynolds. I remember him from what was it like um what was it called? Fifteen? That little fucking soap opera that used to come on Nickelodeon. You don't remember oh, this because I you actually, were five. No, no, I remember. I know what you're yeah, talking about. I saw, yeah. that's the first it was time depressing, but it was Nickelodeon. Yeah, he Nickelodeon. played Billy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, was called, it was a Canadian show, he's but just, it was called something else. He just has this douchey that just doesn't rub off. I don't know. I, I just yeah. put Deadpool like all the other ones. They're mm-hmm. just in the same little bucket of like, it was cool. I look forward to the next one. I was entertained for two hours, and uh, I thought uh-oh. I thought with Deadpool too. Like I I appreciated Ryan Reynolds making fun of himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See that guess, portion that I'm I'm interested also, in seeing though. I'm guessing I'm gonna piggyback on you. Are you gonna highlight the fact that I felt like they they adhered to the subject matter, the source material? I'm sorry. Oh no. Nah. I thought you were gonna say that. And they, they that was kind of cool too because the the source material of Deadpool is funky. It's weird, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they did, and then they had to make up for X Men Origins, which is 
atrocious. Yeah. It's just atrocious in terms of the character. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't know. So I what, guess, well, okay. I'm sorry. I, I guess like with me, I feel the same way about Deadpool that I feel about like, I guess you feel, kind of feel about Birth of a Nation. Whereas like you feel like Birth of a Nation shouldn't really be critiqued that much because it's going to open the door for other black filmmakers to make black films. Right. I kind of want to see a lot more like rated R um, superhero movies. Oh, okay. So I don't, I I kind of like let it pass on some stuff because I really want to see it. I want to see that succeed to get like a lot more of those like Blade movies mm-hmm. or um what's like another su- superhero uh, Blade R-rated. Two. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, Spawn don't. rated R. I think so. No, no, yeah, I think, so. I think it was. One, Spawn was a piece it, of shit. It was yeah. shit. Yeah. But I think yes, it was yes, rated it was. R, though. And two, I want to say it was PG. I'm pretty sure it was rated R. I'm willing to bet. Well, it was Michael Jai White. So, Spawn, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Michael Jai White. Uh, does IMDb tell you the rating? Oh, it was rated R. Yeah, I think it was pretty obvious that it you was rated R. You should have bet money. Mm. I think well, in 2017 it wouldn't be rated. But Deadpool but, didn't take itself too seriously. The movie like actively made fun of itself in itself. It was very mm. meta in that way. Well, what didn't you like, Jesse? I think that's kind of the part I don't like. You thought I, it got I, too I, cheesy. I, yeah, yeah. I don't like when things make fun of themselves. But you know that's part kind of, of the source material. Yeah, I get it. And I guess that's probably part of me not knowing fully what it was. Like I just go and think, oh, this is a superhero that just okay. curses and does dirty shit. So okay, I can see that. Where if, you, if you're not familiar with mm-hmm. the source material and you don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, yeah. I, yeah. I can give you that. I'm, yeah, I'm not a big Ryan Reynolds fan, but I will say this looked like the movie that it was most appropriate for him. Mm-hmm. I liked him. The only other movie that I saw that I liked him in was Buried. You know, um, the one mm-hmm. he was in the coffin the whole time. Yeah, um, I think that's the only one I saw that I liked him in as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, re- I really felt like he kind of, you know, but, you know, he seems like a nice person, but just his character, he just, this is douchey shit that I just don't like. And I, I like feel like Ryan his Ryan acting is not I strong. Like He's done. Did you watch Selfless yet? That's the one we were talking about in the chat. I like Selfless's Selfless no. concept. It's decent. It's not a great movie, but I think you would think that Ryan yeah. Reynolds is a little less douchey if you watch. It's and Ryan that, Reynolds yeah. playing Ben Kingsley. Yeah. It's not, it's not like. Playing Ben Kingsley. Mm-hmm. That's that's big chops to fill there. We'll Is fucking he... watch the movie and okay. tell me your opinion. Oh. God damn. I will. <laughs> I will. I'll tell you my opinion. All right. Well, for me, worst film, uh, Suicide Squad's hands down. Oh, I agree. Uh, I, oh yeah, oh, no, man. that was if, bad. Oh yeah. man, if if Independence Day two didn't come out, it would have been Suicide Squad. Suicide, and it, but it really hurt me because I was very excited about I was it. Too. I'm a huge David Ayer fan. I I, you know, I like. I know Will Smith has been shooting duds here, but yeah. I still have respect for the man. All the duds. I'm like all types of in love with Margot uh, Robbie. Robbie and then I like them together in the with the one where they're con don't you mention don't that, you that fucking that movie, movie. Oh, that movie doesn't make it mention this, this, this is my this is my Robin Hood girl oppression don't you fucking don't you fucking say it is so fucking say it that romantic comedy bullshit it was fine to, for me it was fine until like the last five minutes of the no, no it was fine it was for the first five minutes and then it went to shit yeah that's kind of how Passengers is it's like they do too much romantic comedy stuff in uh, Focus. They do way too much of that stuff in Passengers, and it kind of ruins the Focus movie. was an oh, awful film. It was an awful yeah, fucking it was, movie. No, it was bad. It wasn't his worst, but it was pretty bad. It, not, it was no, pretty not bad. No, um, but yeah, I think Legend of Bagger Vance is still his I part. never saw Legend of Bagger Vance. Never saw it either, but I'm sure Wild Wild West is pretty funny. Yeah, I'm pretty you know sure what? that probably right. tops it. You're right. Or what's the M. Night Shyamalan one? Ooh. Um, After Earth. After Earth. After Earth is really bad as well. But that's not bad because of him. I think, you know what's weird? Will Smith is approaching this weird territory where he, he He's almost, has, Murphy in it right he almost now, right? has more duds than like good films. It's it's pretty kind of weird. 
And I don't like saying that because I really like Will Smith. But anyway, back to Suicide Squad. It just it just pisses me off because you you got some of my favorite actors, Viola Davis in it, man. Like, and it's just misappropriated, man, in every which form. The third, the second and the third act, I don't even know where the splice came in between them. It just it just it just it just spiraled out of control, man. Cara Delevingne was pretty bad in that one too. Yeah, it's, I, I, I told agree. You this. It's one of the few movies that the second act is really bad. The beginning of yes. the film and the the third act to me isn't that bad because I mean it follows a typical superhero movie, but like it's the middle of the film that just crumbles to hell. Agree. What did like. you think about Jared Leto as? Um, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, a lot of I, I, I didn't hate it. That so many people were like it. they because they're comparing him to Heath Ledger. And I, I think I, they I made completely different choices there. This is a film that the trailers just. They, I mean, whoever made those trailers is a, is a genius. Because those trailers were amazing. Yeah. But the thing is, Jared Leto didn't do anything in the movie. Mm-mm. Is it Leto or Leto? It's Leto. So I saw <laughs> what I needed to see from the trailer. And I was hoping he would do more in the film. So He's, my, the, he's the only part of the film that I'm really interested in. I am. Yeah. I just don't know if they're ever going to go that route because the movie sucked. So are they well, going to? So you feel office. like are we going to yeah, see him again? Yeah, yeah. are we going to oh, see him again? Is yeah, he going to have absolutely. that opportunity? Absolutely. I, hope, I mean, he he's he's fucking amazing. No, as absolutely, actors. he's going to have think, that opportunity. I, but the funny part is, everybody, Margot Robbie did a good job as that character. Jared Leto did it, but you're in a shitty movie. True. So does it really matter? Like. Mm-hmm. You you did a cool job, but you're in a shitty movie. I mean, I think and that I think that people doing good jobs in shitty movies is how burgeoning that, actor careers are made. That's yeah. kind of true. So, do I hope I get to see them again? Sure, but I don't want to be as disappointed as I was. That movie yeah, that was, was a bad. huge disappointment. That was bad, and it came out swinging. It, it came out, came out the, the fucking gate was swinging. Amazing. I'm talking about the first twenty minutes of the film. I'm like, oh shit, this is we're in it. Like, oh, and just fucking drop the potato, it was man. So fucking long. It was bad, man. It was it was real bad. But anyway, we're not going to get into details. Is it honorable mention time? Sure. So we said honorable mention is just a surprise, whether it was a good or bad surprise film, correct? Okay. 2016. Yes, yes. Okay. Is that what we said? Mm-hmm. You're making a face, young Weezy. Because you fucking stole my honorable mention. I got to think about yeah, one. Oh, I, didn't know. Got, I thought it was just a, you know, this is a film that I just, I liked. Or oh, you didn't like. Yeah. Or I didn't like. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to break the rules. I got, I got like a tie for some movies that I liked. Okay. Uh, I really like Zootopia. Motherfucker, what is wrong with y'all? Motherfucker. That was that was mine. <laughs> I really liked uh, Zootopia. I thought Disney tackling uh, race relations in America oh, in a Disney, war on drugs, yeah. and, and the war on drugs <laughs> in a, in a G rated was it G or PG? It was probably PG. P, in a, it was violent. In a yeah. uh, that kind of movie in this day and age, uh, I thought that was really good. Uh, I thought it was good, but like when we were talking about Arrival and how I say like pe- mm-hmm. it flies over people's heads. Yeah. Like I, I feel like every adult who watched that movie got that, but they didn't learn shit from it. Well, you can say that about. Well, that's I mean that's know. the age we're in the woke, no, no. unwoke, you know society. <laughs> you roll like, back your consciousness. <laughs> yeah. uh, my two other ties, uh, just for good movies. Uh, I thought Moonlight was a strong film. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Uh, Moonlight was a strong yeah, film. Well, maybe good. you need to stop. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, you don't get any more. I'm going to get one more. Gonna get one. All right. 
I, I thought it was a good film. I thought it did a great job of coming of age, different type of story, right. all those cool things. Pop. And uh, my last one, Neon Demon, I thought was a good, oh, strong. Oh, Neon Demon was fun. That was I good. loved it. Mm-hmm. I love the metaphor. I like Kubrick. Mm-hmm. Kubrick's my favorite uh, director, and uh, Nicholas Winding Refn wants to be the next Kubrick. <laughs> so yes. uh, I think he's pretty effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I really like his styles, man. Yeah. I think he has a very you see you see like the, his his music selection and shit is being used in a lot of commercials now. That lets me know something. That lets me know he's kind of like, you know, he's got something to him, man. Um that that I think Hollywood doesn't really appreciate. All right, man. So since he stole like all your honorable mentions, Martin, what do you Well, got? I just want to say I think it was been been a uh, great year for like animated films. Like there mm. are so many great ones like uh he just says Utopia, um Moana, I think Finding Dory came out this year. Yep. Kubo and the Two Strings. Sing just came out. Like, it, Sausage Party. Like, this has been my <laughs> party. That was my shit. Probably the great. That movie made me really fucking uncomfortable. But. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I, I won't go into uh, animated films because he kind of took Zootopia. I, I guess if I say another film, he just took Moonlight, too. The fuck uh, you said, what, this motherfucker so, just named all these animated films. And he was like, but I'm not going to go into animated films. I, yeah, because I can't. But, um,. I guess for me, a movie that I really like, I think I thought Cheesy was gonna pick this movie um, by Jeremy Sonye called Green Room. Oh uh, man, yeah. Green Room was phenomenal, dog. Jeremy Sonye, man, he is a craftsman at crime, dog. Blue Ruin. If you haven't seen Blue Ruin, you seen Blue Ruin, Lizzie? I've seen it on Netflix and skipped it, but I'll watch no, it. No, watch yeah. Blue Ruin, dog. Like this motherfucker. Actually, I think they took it down, but yeah. yeah but I think it's on um, Amazon Prime now. Okay. Yeah. Or, or Hulu. But I, I'm sorry, I took the mic from you. Go ahead. Oh, no. Nah, I guess it it's just a very... Like, I, lo- I love the way he writes his characters. Like, they just seem... they He doesn't, like, explain a lot. It's just, like, he sets you there and lets the camera roll, let the their characters do what they do. They don't act in, like, stereotypical ways. Right. Like, they act in very intelligent ways. Like, uh, Patrick... Um, Stewart. Stewart, yeah. He, he plays, like, the um, head of, like, a neo-Nazi um, gang. Hmm. Um, oh, he he's, he's just amazing. Like he's just so cold and he's cold. reserved, but like still very methodical at the same and time. And charismatic. Yeah. You don't even realize he's a fucking goon. Yeah. Like a V goon. Because yeah. he's so smooth with it. You know what you know what I you know what really saddens me, man, is that El, uh, Anton Yelchin's not with us anymore. Oh, man. oh yeah. It really saddens me, man, because he I really loved him in Green Room. And I I, I don't know, I haven't seen a film where he's really like I feel like he was a leading man character in that f- in in Green Room. Do you feel that way? Would you put him as yeah, a leading man? Yeah, he's definitely like the lead. I yeah, think. and I, I haven't seen him in another film. I haven't seen another film where he's been leading man, and he was, you know. I, but Did I haven't seen. You watch seen, I, Thomas? No, I didn't see. Yeah, I, I was just about to say I'm not familiar with his entire, you know, filmography. He's in that one with Gugu uh, Obathara. It's on Netflix. With Google? It's weird. I have... It's not. It's not. It's weird. It's worth watching, but. Okay. Yeah, but it's, it's like just... Snowpiercer. Like it's worth watching. I don't know how you're gonna feel about it. Oh, I love Snowpiercer. Oh, 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 I love Snowpiercer. I love Snowpiercer. Amazing. That movie. Yeah. Is you talk about somebody who's so woke and all about this. Oh, I saw this and that, and it went over everybody's head. No, yeah. I didn't say everything goes over everybody's head. I'm just saying that mainstream shit that that it's on the fucking nose and people don't digest it. Oh, but you no. didn't fuck with Snowpiercer. Eh, no. But how? Yeah. How did you not? I thought though? you would love that movie. Cause it's so it spoke it's, so much. It's about like the class and yeah, yeah. 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 pretty on the nose with yeah. that too. Yeah. 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 
Well, yeah, Green Room. No, that was a good choice. I admit, I, I was trying to see Green Room oh, before this podcast. It. I was, it was. Please watch Green Room. Roommate, you watch know, that thrillers and violence. I gotta. Oh no, nah, it's yeah. it's 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 graphic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta, yeah. I gotta play my card. There's right. a there's yeah. a scene where somebody gets shot in the face with a shotgun, and it's just so real looking. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. Don't yeah, it's pretty popping though. Yeah, it's it's. Pretty, so, I mean, it's not like head explodes. It's not like the coffee scene. Well, <laughs> I mean, a shotgun to the face. I'm I, I'm sure I know what happens. Right. <laughs> no, but no, like, but no, the head doesn't explode. No, did when he experienced it last time, where you're like, don't ruin it, don't ruin it. He's just fucking talking. Oh no, no. Trust me, that doesn't ruin. Like everybody dies in this fucking film. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it's just like it's, everybody dies. It's, yeah. it's just the way everybody dies that's so amazing. Like a, a t- he is a director that I'm excited about because he does not shy away from the gratuitous violence and it's very real. His violence is very real and I feel like that's a hard thing to master. Jeremy Sonia. Yeah. Since you guys fucking suck. And you you want us to come back to you? No, I thought of one and then it fucking went away. Maybe well, we, you don't have to. We don't have to steal you. I mean, say you why you like yours. Corey, this shit is all your fault. No, it's not. It's not. I just went first. So <laughs> yeah, but you said like ten things. I said three. Uh, I said exactly three. Stick to I mean, the then, program. Then, no, I did. So. No, you didn't. Um, let's see. Honorable mention. I watch a lot of movies because that's something cheap to do. And I'm a lonely bitch. Oh, <laughs> I admit it. Oh, Hi, my name is okay. Lizzie. I'm a lonely bitch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the crowd reaction. Let's see. Um, no, I'm trying to think what I saw and I enjoyed, but this shit came out in 2015. Well, what about that you saw and didn't enjoy? Like you thought you would enjoy it and then it sucked. I pretty much go into movies knowing that they're going to suck. There's shit that I went to see because I felt like I had to. Right. But um, oh, I know what I saw. The perfect guy. The, the perfect guy. That's like that's like Sonata, Michael Ely. Michael Ely and yeah. Morris Chestnut. So right. those are the so uh, what was it? No Good Deed. When the bow breaks. Those are the kinds of black films that I want to see. Where they're films that just happen to have black people in them. I just wish they weren't cheesy knockoffs of other fucking movies right. that white people are in. Right. I, that that is well I guess No Good Deed wasn't exactly that but No Good Deed was like it looked like a Tyler Perry movie No Good Deed one. was the one with Idris right with Idris, Idris and I Taraji loved I loved it you loved it I loved it well I'm a, I'm a huge Idris Elba fan man. I, I just like, think I he's like very Idris dynamic. too and, and I like Taraji yeah I like Taraji too um but it to a degree was predictable there's there's like the random thing that happens and then they tie it back into the story and that thing so with the perfect guy i felt like the story arc was very fucking predictable like i knew it was going to happen because they gave it all away in the trailers oh. and it just i mean there was one part of it that was like oh well that's not what i expected but outside of that it was just kind of once we got past that i just knew it was going so that's what we were saying about critiquing black movies made by black people right we have to raise the bar, because right. well, like I don't I, think that was made by a black person. Though. I don't know. We need, yeah, we, need we need, we want, we want the representation, but we want it executed well. And that right. was just one of those things where, for what it was, it wasn't poorly acted. It just was. I don't. Why are we making this movie? Right. Well, it kind of falls in the, like if you talk about the '90s. To me, those movies fall in the same categories like Hand That Rocks the Cradle. And like um, fatal attraction, fatal attraction. That's what I'm saying. It's black people in a movie that happens to have black people in it, which is what I want. Like the best man. Right. That's what I want, but it's 
it's a knockoff of a movie that right, white people. Right, right. The only time that they successfully done that, but they called it what it was, was about last night. Like I, I appreciated that. About yeah, last night. But outside of that, I'm, because I feel like it was better than the original. Which, you can't do it. That's oh, yeah. the um, originally it has Rob Lowe and Demi Moore in it, um, and like Jim Belushi. About last night, I'm lost. Um, Wait, but the, like the remake has Regina yeah. Hall and. Uh, Kevin Hart, uh, Joy Bryant, and Michael Ely. Oh, okay. And it's better than the original, in my opinion. It's funnier. I think that's like Kevin Hart's best movie, actually. Regina Hall is makes that movie. Yeah. It's not funny without her. I mean, he's funny, but like, she's there to make him funnier. Right. Mm. But yeah, that I guess that's my honorable mention of shittiness, seeing as how the things I like y'all have all talked about because you're bastards. <laughs> Sorry. JT. All right, my honorable mention was a uh, Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. Oh, oh, oh that was good. Yeah, I never <laughs> saw it. Never it, saw it. Oh, hey, you Do guys you like seen Harry, Potter? Harry Potter movies? I've seen about no. the first half of the Harry Potter. I've never seen any Harry Potter. Film. Oh, okay, I'm on did that you train. En- did you enjoy Prisoner of Azkaban? I did. That's the best one. That's that's my, my favorite band. one too. Yeah, uh, I forgot the director, but the uh, uh, Spanish guy. Caron. No, Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah. Oh, Alfonso Cuarón did that. Yeah, I need to go back and watch it. That one. David Yates did the last two. I think Chris Columbus did the first two. Yeah. Yeah. All right, JT, keep on, keep going. I'm sorry. But yeah, no, it was just great just going back into the movie theater again. And when that Harry Potter music came Hell on, yeah. oh, it was just it was just a great like nostalgic moment. So it's a um, spinoff of Harry Potter. Yeah, it's a spinoff. Mm-hmm. It kind of focuses on um, it's like a prequel. That's kinda, like a right? prequel from the same universe, mm-hmm. but it's not yeah. quite it's not quite like as on the nose as something like a Star Wars prequel. I'd say. Yeah, no. It's a parallel story that is tied in, but not really. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. I went over my head. Now, I mean, well, did you appreciate seeing magical people in the United States? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a big part of it. And um, just, I mean, again, like, I just never thought I would get that experience again. You know, like when the last Harry Potter movie went off, it was just like, that's it. That's I think that. we get four but, more, like three yeah, more of yeah. them. Oh, so it's like, and yeah, four, I, yeah. The biggest thing about it is that I didn't even know they were doing those movies. So when I saw the trailer, I was like, this looks it's like It's not based on a I've book, right? Before. Yes and no. It's based on a book within the story. <laughs> so okay. Newt Scamander. Well, there was not a book, a fully written book released to the I think there is the now, public. but I don't think, I'm not sure. See, I don't know, because the way she's doing it now, it's like she's writing the script version as books, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So there's not a book, and then like two years later, there's a movie. Mm. Like a traditional. No, not like not like how the first Harry movies Potter. went, no. How did Red, Eddie Redman do it? Eddie, Eddie Redman? Redmayne, yes. Because I, I like him as an actor. <laughs> what did you he, think? He was the main guy, right? Yeah, Newt's commander. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought he did, did a good job. I, I hadn't really seen him in anything else. You didn't see Eddie Redmayne? Wow. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, I, like, yeah. I like the stuff yeah. he does. Um, what's the spy one? Uh, the Good Shepherd. Good Shepherd. Awesome yeah, movie. Yeah. Great That's first underrated time I saw. film. Uh, I mean, Very I saw... I haven't seen the Danish girl, but I, the, I saw heard the, that was really good. I saw the theory of everything. The theory of everything was really good yeah, too. Was right, the yeah. first time I remember seeing him was in Les Mis, and he does his thing with his chin with his vibrato when he sings, uh, and it really annoyed me was, the whole time. Well, have you seen the Good Shepherd? No. That was like to me that was my first, and that was right before Les Mis. Les I can't pronounce it. He just stood out, but you know, he's I nope, liked, nobody saw Blue Powder. Nobody? No, I liked I liked um, I liked Eddie Redmayne as Newt Scamander. I feel like I would have appreciated Dom Hall Gleason as Newt Scamander more, but nobody asked my opinion. So That's true, um, <laughs> nobody asked my opinion. I appreciated um, 
there being people of color in positions of power in the movie um, with Carmen Ajogo. Um, oh, that's bad. Whatever, she looks like me. So. No, listen, anyway. <laughs> you said you could see it. Don't take it back. Yeah, so. no, you're right, you're right. Um, what else did you like about it, Jesse? Um, just the fact that it was a different like a completely different story. It was something that was still in the realm of of all the magic and stuff. But it what wasn't. about the big reveal? Did that make you excited for the next one at oh, the end? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like switching out that character, that guy for that guy because that guy. That guy for that guy. That guy for that guy. No, let's not yeah. spoil it. Okay. Um, yeah. well. well, they did. They've done that before, though. Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. They switched out those two guys for another guy. Well, three guys for another guy, but the third guy's not in. Dude, this Fantastic sounds like movies. like fucking three card Monty. <laughs> it's giving me a headache. No, <laughs> so we talked about that imaginary of Doctor Parnassus because that was Heath Ledger's last movie and he died. So they right. switched out his character for three other actors because in the Imaginarium, people's um, physical form changes. Uh-huh. So that which was confusing as fuck, but right. you could still keep up with it. So All we right. don't I think we've pretty much given it away at this point if someone's seen that movie. There's I haven't seen it and I have no idea what y'all are talking about. So yeah. got Christopher Plum is it. Okay. It's got it's uh, Imaginary of Dr. Parnassus? I haven't seen it. It's who's in that one? Um Johnny Depp, Johnny Jude Depp. Law. Johnny Depp, Jude Law, Heath Colin Ledger. Farrell, Heath Colin Leisure, Farrell. um Christopher Plummer, um Lily what's the the girl with the lily is her name lily with the big curly red hair and the huge eyes she's been in a remote commercial i think her name's lily something or other and Are you andrew about the garfield girl? The no girl? she's she's a grown lady she's a model oh never mind can't think of her name anyway oh, and andrew lots garfield, of other like british people in right. the movie okay. oh Vern troyer's in it oh. lily cole lily cole i couldn't think of her name but anyway, yeah, there's a big reveal at the end of Fantastic Beasts, and the actor that gets revealed is one that I really, really like. So nice. I'm really excited Don to Hall see Don Gleason, maybe? No, it's not Don Hall. You mentioned him a lot. <laughs> I love him. He can do no wrong. Yeah, I like yeah. Be Right Back on Black Mirror. That's the episode he's in. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. one of my favorites. Which episode? Be Right Be Back. Right back. Oh, okay, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. So that was your pick? Mm-hmm. For, okay, cool. My honorable mention is actually a film that I I went into it thinking it was going to be the shit. And I was totally disappointed, Martin, and me and you went to go see this. Motherfucking <laughs> Hell or High Water. Okay. Oh, with, uh, what's his with, name? Star Trek. Jeff Bridges, who I love. With fucking Ben Foster, who I love. With Chris Pine. Or is his name Chris Pine? Chris yeah, Chris Pine. Pine. Yeah. Oh, I, I like I'm, Chris I'm indifferent Pine. about I think Chris Pine is underused, but he's obviously busy doing Star Trek. Yeah. So. Dog, that movie disappointed me, man. They're advertising it like from the writer Sicario, so I'm already in i'm like i'm fucking in okay and then we go see this film and it was just boring i feel like the i know what they were trying to do man and it just totally missed the mark man i feel like it was just it was just way too the you can tell that whoever directed the film had a reason that they wanted to direct it i guess maybe they had like a a family member that was traumatized by the war or something or that was affected by the war in iraq or i don't know man but it, it, the film just, the, oh, I, I don't even know where to begin, man. It just let me down. The dialogue was really no good. The premise was no good. It was an extremely boring movie. I think I fell asleep twice in the yeah, film. Yeah, he really did. Um, 
it was just bad, man. It was just, uh, it disappointed. I, I had a, a lot of high hopes for the cast. I, I really feel like Ben Foster is one of those guys, when he's in a movie, I pay attention to it. Jeff Bridges is one of those guys, when he's in a movie, I pay attention to it. And, and everybody delivered performance-wise. That's the weird part. Everybody came through performance-wise, but the movie was just very flat. Mm-hmm. and very lackluster and it just didn't need to be made mm-hmm. and it definitely didn't need to be advertised as the writer of Sicario mm-hmm. because one film had fucking nothing to do with the other okay it was just it was just another film and I was disappointed by it and I'll throw out since everybody already has theirs we get back into this topic about Girl on the Train which I thought completely sucked um were you recording when we were talking about that? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I'm just for the for the final stamp of a record, Girl on a Train was um, a very corny-ass film. I think you didn't like it because you wanted it to be Gone Girl. No, I think I didn't even expect it to be Gone Girl. Like, I, I, I didn't even see them in the same category. But by the time, like, after I got about 30 minutes into it, I was like, oh, they're trying. Oh, I get it. Gone Girl was popular and did well, and now they just want to make a bunch of fucking of these movies. I think that the best. I think that they're, they're, the other actors in the movie couldn't stand up to Justin Thoreau and Emily Blunt. I'll give oh, you that. Justin Thoreau killed it. He was the he best part about the film it. to me. Yeah, <laughs> so, he was the best part about the film. Like Emily, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Uh, I like Emily Blunt. I like, I like her, Emily but this film. I liked her and what she does, from the romantic comedy to action movies, mm. I've liked her and everything she's done. But this movie, I, her maybe it's just her character I don't like. I think that you don't. So the the conversation that we were having was that you're like it's unbelievable, and I think there's so many psycho bitches out there that you just don't know anything about. And in real life, there are lots of psycho bitches. Oh no, but I, what I'm saying is more unbe- is really unbelievable is a train that is passing by going. 70 miles an hour, okay, 200 yards away from a house, and you're able to see everything that's happening in this fucking house in detail. It stops right there. There's a train stop there. That's why she can see everything. No, the train, no, no, the train. The train stop there because you're, I don't no, want to ruin it. Passes. it she, she gets off there. Yeah, she gets off there, okay. but it doesn't stop behind the house. But also, is what I'm trying to say. I think it highlights that she was so obsessed because she was wrong, too. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, she couldn't see, but she could see, and she came up with her own. She formulated her own thing to make herself feel better. No, she was right. No, she was. She thought she was all types of fucking wrong. Let's yeah. not ruin the movie, but she no, was all she, was she, she was wrong. She was wrong. She was wrong about herself. The... She was wrong about what she was seeing. She was wrong about what she thought was going on. Like no, for no. Here's the thing. She was completely on the nose about what she thought was going on. It's just it wasn't exactly. It was a little bit more complex. But she. But from what she saw, she, she was right. Fuck that. She was a hundred percent right. They that situation had no business happening. In that particular premise, the, the the you know the she stuck her nose way too far in somebody else's business. I would go as far as to say that she saw a glimmer of something she thought she saw, and then stuck her nose where it didn't belong. She just so happened to uncover something she, really fucking big that came back. Yeah, I don't want to run it, but yeah, yeah. Well, it, too much coincidence, too much. I can see 200 yards with no binoculars, something very clearly. Um, too much obsession over something that is clearly he's done with you. You know, like, it's, it's, it, it, it was just too much, man. There's, it, so, there's, there's so many psycho bitches in life. I know, I'm but see, there's people that are psycho. I'm, okay, okay. Hey, man, single white female. I loved it. You know, but it, the, the, the context of it was way more believable. It was way more grounded. 
Yeah. I, I, man, I'm, I'm telling, like, to me, you're was more likely to run into a bitch obsessed with her ex than you are. <laughs> yeah. The whole sociopath. No, is that why didn't the couple have a restraining order? And anytime you come near that house, police call. Thank I admit, you. I was kind of like, Thank Yo, you. you've walked in front of this house at least Thank six you. times. And hold on, she's and, walked in and taken your baby. And then after that, You've been seen at least several times in front yeah, of the house. Come on, I let's get that part real, I was a dog. Like, no, ah. the, the whole that whole relationship, that little triangle between fuck it, that Pentagon between all five of them motherfuckers, that was just some. That was just some. I, yeah, come on, you guys have to watch it, man. It was way too much for me, man. Like, it was way too much, bro. Like Girl on the Train. I get the intentions. I know Gone Girl did great. It was a phenomenal film. You can't touch David Fincher when it comes to like that dark ass tone of a film. And I just don't think that this one should have been made. Mm. So anyway, man, we're kind of movies, kind of movie critics podcast because we're kind of movie critics. We're kind of not. If anyone cares, we're yeah. They, you care. We're just a bunch of people. It's not guys or girls. We're just people that like to watch movies. This has been an On Ear Network production.